the primary male sex hormone, testosterone. Hey, good to see you boys again. (laughs) We're talking about today. Speaking of testosterone up males. Yeah, pumped up. Mm. Produced by your testes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe the adrenals a little bit. Yeah, I think the adrenals make your uh, DHEA, which is a precursor for testosterone. So definitely the adrenals come into play. Primary male sex hormone. Primary male sex hormone. That's what we're going to talk about today. Helps with muscle growth, recovery, promotes traits like physical strength, body hair, sex drive, competition. Deep voice. Deep voices. You know, that, that competitive drive. Yeah, definitely would have, really, yeah, definitely would have been what uh, makes us men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a scientific sense, yeah, you know, if you want to identify that way. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that, Smitty. Um, just uh, during the week, I was listening to this uh, thing that come through on my, on my Rumble uh, account, and it, it's a movie. I don't know when it was made, but it's called The Disappearing Male, and it talks about the uh, effects over the last yeah. 50, 60 years of petrochemicals yeah. on the male population to the point that they're talking about mm-hmm. like extinction, uh, sex extinction of males. They, they reckon that um, the, the exposure to petrochemicals in, in plastics, um, phylates, which range toxins, from, yeah, yeah phylates, uh, which yeah. range from our water bottles, baby bottles, Carpet, shampoos, a lot of stuff, all yep. these petrochemicals that, that we're exposed to. Healthcare products, they reckon, deodorant, stuff. They reckon on, yeah. that flame every, retardants, yeah. smell like furniture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in your computers, uh, flame retardants and stuff yep. like that. But they reckon that every young man born now will have half the sperm count of his father mm. uh, over the next. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's further being adjusted down by another factor of 50%. So yeah. it was 60, went down to 40, went down to 20, and now they're talking about. Putting it down to ten. Oh, you mean um, the, this the is sperm, sperm count? Sperm count. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, that's the so um, ten million per uh, milliliter. I think it is, or something like that. It was sixty million back in the day. Yeah, because so if they don't down to twenty, and they're talking about the new normal as being ten. So if they don't reduce crazy. that rate as the yeah. new normal, then no one is able to, or is then eligible to donate sperm because they are then considered yeah. um, uh, in infertile, abnormal. Yeah, yeah well, infertile. You yeah. can't you can't yeah. donate sperm if you're infertile. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy how they've dropped that um, percentile. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Anyway, it was an interesting, we'll definitely talk about, interesting movie. Yeah. We'll mm. definitely talk about uh, ways to increase your testosterone. And yeah, interestingly, you know, it's probably what we've already talked about an- ancestrally. We go back to an ancestrally compliant diet and what our – Four fathers would have done. Mm. So yeah, they it's quite using a lot of uh, plastic drink bottles. And no, shit, that's right. No, they that's right. Uh, getting a lot of fumes off their laptops. No, <laughs> that's it. Well, I guess it's in- interesting you say that because testosterone is twenty times higher in males than females. Yes, but it doesn't mean that females don't produce testosterone. They they still need it. So it's not just an episode for the males. It's for no, it's all. for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Testosterone is needed. Well, just like males need estrogen. That's right, yeah. And, and they need to be kind of in the right ratio. So That's you right. look at yep. two to one ratio for, for women, I think it is, for testosterone to estrogen. Yeah. But yeah, very, very interesting hormone. Yeah. One, one thing I wanted to clarify, mate, was, um, and I've made this mistake by going and get my testosterone tested, um, is the whole concept of free, test, free testosterone and total testosterone. Yep. Uh, and from, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but free testosterone, t- free testosterone is that testosterone that's not attached to a protein. Um, it's just moving freely about your body. Yeah, and it's yeah. therefore the most readily used and or available and used. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm... when you do go and get tested, you want to you want to get your free testosterone tested, not just your total testosterone tested, because well, I think they just test free t t free testosterone when you get it. I thought they tested total testosterone and didn't include free testosterone. Oh. Okay, yeah, I think, I've I think just done mine. I'm waiting for mine to come back. There's a number of so. different ones you can get tested. Yeah, and you yeah right. Because low levels of total testosterone don't necessarily indicate a testosterone issue. Um, just means that you're using it. Yeah, but you need to ask them specifically for a, um, a testosterone test, including free testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. You can get quite complicated ones. I can look at your DHEA levels and your luteinizing hormone and uh, all sorts of different things. So you can yeah, get FSH uh, and exactly right. yeah. Yeah. The free testosterone count is more an indicator of a testosterone deficiency. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I've just got and blood work might be a or blood tests available might be a good podcast for the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've just got mine. Last week got it done, so it would be interesting oh. to see how that comes back. Is that through your uh, GP or did you pay for those? Yeah, yeah, through GP. Because yeah. a lot of GPs are a bit eh, sort of uh, reluctant to let you test uh, test off yeah. sometimes, aren't they? They're if sort you, of suspicious you, of your yes, motives. They are, yeah. One, they think like you're a roid head and you yeah. want them to go out. And, yeah. One, one wasn't my usual GP, but I went in to get, I kind of do it every sort of 18 months. And um, I asked to get my testosterone tested, and my GP, no word of a lie, said, why would you want to do that? What happens if it's low? <laughs> what happens Shit, if it's low? We do something it. to address it. <laughs> and that's exactly why you're doing the blood tests, right, yeah. is to, to get on top of things before anything gets too major, you know. Oh, anyway, it's just crazy that that was – but if you've got a GP that you see regularly, which often helps because if you can go in there with some knowledge and say, look, I want to do this, this is why I'm doing it, Initially, I did it because I changed diets. I went sort of standard Australian diet to a bit of a paleo-keto diet, and I said, I just want to look at my numbers. Can we get a before and after shot? So it'd be, yeah, interesting to see what my, my tea comes back as. Yeah. Because it's a pretty good marker for aging, right? So we, we gradually – it's a natural consequence of aging that our testosterone goes down. But, mate, I wanted to challenge that concept because some – some information that I was reading was a healthy individual with good nutrition, exercises regularly, and a healthy body weight doesn't necessarily decrease in testosterone by dr- drastic amount. But what happens is as we age, we become more sedentary, we become more overweight, maybe our diet's not as uh, healthy as it should be, and we maybe drink more alcohol, maybe suffering more stress. Those those lifestyle uh, things occur at a time at an older age, and they are the things that contribute to a decline in testosterone. That was one thing that I read and I found really interesting. It's not just a matter of our testosterone dropping as we get older, because you can still maintain a high level of testosterone as you get older, Definitely. by all the things yep. that we'll probably talk about. <laughs> That's that was pretty much my next statement. Sorry, was you know a high insulin diet, stress, cortisol increase, increasing abdominal fat, which kind of happens when you get sedentary, yeah. mm. is is probably the reason why. So it's, it's it's interesting you say that. And as an older man, rooster with uh, high, probably high levels of testosterone, you know you we, you're doing all the right things. But definitely, you know it's kind of that conventional wisdom that. 
oh, it's, it's okay, your testosterone comes down as you get older. But is yeah. that actually the case? Is that mm. what would have happened? I don't Ancestrally, I don't know. Yeah, and, yeah, I and think, is it beneficial for it to drop, or is it good for it to stay high? Because well, a you lot would of think, uh, progressive sort of sports doctors now and stuff who would say that as a male, it's good to maintain a certain level, and yeah, we don't want to drop and, off the cliff because you're going to get yeah. those negative side effects. You're going to yeah. get low skeletal muscle. You're going to get a lot of belly fat. You're going to have yeah. reduced uh, sort of like drive, and you're probably going to have some mental health uh, yeah. aspects that are going to suffer and things like that. So maybe it's not good for it to drop off, and maybe it is a factor of modern life and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Definitely. what we should be doing, yeah. or what would have yeah. happened back in the well, day. Well, if you think ancestrally, as as men became elders in the in the in the tribal community, they were still fit and able. Mm-hmm. They often still went out hunting, around, eating well. They still went out yeah. and did things. You know, they mm-hmm. they they didn't have those lifestyle challenges that contributed to a decline in testosterone. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, interesting about those, you know, sedentary and increased abdominal fat cells because they produce more estrogen. Yes. Yeah, well, I was reading um, about that. The aromatase, the aromatase um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, enzyme, yeah. Uh, which is in fat tissue. And then because I was interested in, I'm always interested in seeing dudes with bitch tits, you know, dudes with little boobies. Gynoclamastia. Gynoclamastia. Yeah. And I had a look into that and that's obviously with greater <laughs> fat tissue in the body. What <laughs> bitch tits is uh clicker. <laughs> yeah. We might have to dub that one out. Um, man boobs. Man boobs. Man good. boobs. Yeah. yeah. Gynoclamastia is hard to say, isn't it? Let's go with Yeah, we'll say man boobs. But fight, always, fight club? What was it on fight It always club? fascinates me, um, dudes that, that get that. You know, mm. and, and you look at them, yeah. and they're generally overweight guys. Um, and that is obviously what you just mentioned there, uh, Jonesy, is yeah. the increase in uh, in estrogen, which is uh, affected by the production of aromatase in fat tissue. So mm. more fat L- tissue. Luteinizing hormone mm. regulates that testosterone release from luteinizing hormone from the pituitary gland. Yeah, increases estrogen. Well, regulates the testosterone production. But excess estrogen, so coming from some fat cells, yeah. is you know throws that that balance out and testosterone. So yeah. I think that's what causes the man breasts. Yeah, along with the decrease in fertility, yeah, possible erectile dysfunction, uh, depression. Yeah, that's uh, a huge are, one. I reckon the depression, the yeah, mood, mood disorders, definitely, mate, yeah. definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that a bit later, but as of just turning 50, I reckon I've uh, experienced a little bit of that. Um, I haven't had my testosterone levels checked. Uh, I should. Yeah. Um, but I, I think just but my... But they do talk about andropause, and andio, andropause, andropause yeah. which is yeah. kind of like male, male menopause. Fall off the cliff sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that was bullshit. Well, yeah. I don't know. Um that was just it really is a thing, but whether it's yeah, meant to happen yeah. to you and whether it does happen to everyone or, yeah. or not, depending on the lifestyle you live and maybe your individual sort of biochemistry and genetics and things like that. You'll probably want to believe it's bullshit, you know, because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to think that your yeah. testosterone is going to go down. But mm. if that's naturally what happens, yeah, who, who knows? Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yes, yes, yes. It's an interesting um, topic. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle, isn't it? Because you're talking about like your like your fat production and the interaction with estrogen and stuff like that. But then when your testosterone drops, that causes more belly fat as well. And yeah. when you become stressed and your cortisol levels are high, you're naturally not going to make testosterone, but you're also going to put on belly fat. So there's a lot of 
you can see how you could easily slip into that uh, sort of cycle of yeah. um, getting a bit lower and then maybe you're a bit stressed and maybe you're carrying a lot more body fat. And it's almost, yeah. it seems almost like a, a self perpetuating yeah. sort of feedback loop. Well, the stress one's a big one, isn't it? It's huge. You know, it's so big. I mean, cortisol, we, we briefly touched on it in the last episode, but it's the chief antagonist to testosterone, yeah. isn't it? So yeah, well, your cortisol is high. Competing to make cortisol or DHEA, mm. DHEA being the precursor for testosterone. So yeah. if you're making cortisol instead, you're not making DHEA, DHEA, and if you're not making DHEA, you're not making enough tea. So you definitely want you know, that. You don't want to be stressed. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to be in that chronic stressed, no high cortisol state yeah. for a number of reasons. You go know, back and one of them. Go back and listen to our episode on systemic inflammation. We'll yeah. talk about that a little bit, don't we? Yeah, yeah. But the, you know, the cortisol is a strong catabolic hormone, you know, breaking down things, yeah. whereas testosterone is anabolic and building things up. Mm. So, yep. you know, if you, if you haven't got those ratios in the right amount, it's going to be off, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So should we talk about what we can do to increase it naturally? Because there's a ton of stuff we can do. There's yeah. so much stuff you can do in terms of uh, lifestyle and uh, yeah, we you could pick yourself. Yeah. Pick up a couple from what we were just talking about, you know. Soy is a big one, isn't it? Soy is a, oh, yeah. a killer for your testosterone, yeah. Dairy, alcohol. They're in almond milk. They're in all, yeah, all there those. There is a brand of almond milk that's organic that has no added uh, sunflower oil. Um, we have it at home. I can't think of the brand name. I'll flick it to you. But there, there are options out there, but you've got to do your homework because you're right. They, they bloody get you on all fronts. If you're not drinking freaking soy milk and growing boobs and you're you know, eating seed oil and <laughs> well, even the lining, the in the detail. Even even you look at say, okay, you, you go in, you get an almond milk latte in your takeaway cup. The takeaway yep. cups lined with PFOS, PFOA, BPA, BPA, thiolates. You, your milk. You're thinking you're getting your healthy milk with your sunflower seed oils in it, and that's like a little. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a little cup of unhealthy little cup of contaminants oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah black coffee anyone yeah. yeah exactly black coffee in your uh yeah, glass china, china yeah. cup yeah. yeah a glass yeah i mean i guess then that leads to you know how how do you i mean we there's probably other things we can talk about there but there's a good little segue to take it sideways in that you know well how how do you know your testosterone is low and one of them is lack of libido mm. yep. so if you know if you're not feeling like doing the deed, yeah. then with yourself or with that's, another, that's a good in. Yeah, it's yeah. a good indicator that you know something might not be right. Or yeah. even more extreme, obviously, you like erectile dysfunction. Yeah, well, further down the path, you've yeah. lost your libido, and then yeah, you're, maybe yeah. you're actually losing your ability to the physically old, perform. The yeah. old not getting any morning glory anymore. You know, yeah. if you're not, yeah, morning erections is yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah. But okay, we can we can probably touch on that again. Just wanted to talk about morning boners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good from you, Mickey. Wakey, wakey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But interesting, um, yeah, vo- the the vitamin D one mm. was big. Mm. I, that was one of the ones that I had for increasing your testosterone. Yeah. Sun exposure, you know, getting your skin exposed to the sun, helping cholesterol sort of. Convert some testosterone. Well, yeah, you need cholesterol yeah. to, to convert. Build, to, yeah, to yeah, enhance testosterone. Yeah, we, if, we, if we go back to sort of the aging thing, we talk about increasing. I would have thought testosterone might sort of 
be level across your whole life, you know, cycle. You probably don't want it dipping like Smithy was talking about. Mm. And interestingly, cholesterol increases as you get older. Mm. And I think it could be, you know, a a defensive mechanism against sort of neurodegenerative conditions. Yeah. And that, and increasing cholesterol helps that. So yeah. as you get older, your increase your cholesterol increases. And strangely enough, your doctor's gonna say, Your your cholesterol's going up. You need to get on these statin drugs or, you know, your testo- testosterone's dipping, you need to get some replacement therapy. Yeah. You know, whereas if we looked at these lifestyle changes, reducing a really high carb diet or insulin producing diet. Yeah. No smoking, no alcohol. Some exercise. Some exercise. Mm. You know, those things are going to go up. And, yeah. And, well, there's a, there's a great uh, amount of evidence out there to show that exercise increases testosterone levels. Yep. It's probably one of the best ways to do it naturally. Yeah. yeah. And in particular, high-intensity interval training yep. has been proven. And then when you're looking at strength training, there's evidence to show, and I think I listened to Ben Greenfield talk about this years ago, Squatting and deadlifting mm. are Using two big, exercises. The big muscles, are the yeah. big, Any sort of big compound movement, isn't yeah. it? Big Where compound really movement. A lot of yeah, yeah. Uh, those that will contribute to a boost in testosterone. Yeah, mm. and I think also the way that you do it is important. So they talk about explosive, uh, sort of like high weight exercise yeah. with a big rest period. Yeah, and the other one they spoke about was mm. um, very short duration sprinting. Yeah. So I think the research was something like only six second, six to ten second sprinting episodes. All out. All out. Six, I think I said you need six seconds and then quite a long rest period, yeah. what, 30 seconds or a minute in between and do a set of ten of those or something like that and you can boost your testosterone quite a bit. Yeah. And what does that look like? That looks like ancestral man, right? Yeah. We're running sprinting six to ten seconds to get away Chasing from danger. Prey or you're getting away from yeah. some prey. Yep. Yeah. Yep, you're lifting heavy things you're to lifting. build your cave, well, the cave's already built, right? (laughs) You know, you're building your shelter, you're moving, you're going on a hunt, you're killing the animal, you're putting it on your back, you're carrying it back to your tribe. You're coming back and having a high-fat meal of meat and fat and protein. You're not having, you know, a sack of flour. And And you're probably also, going back to one of our first podcasts, which is one of the most popular ones, you've probably also fasted as well before yeah. you've eaten, hmm. which they reckon fasting can also, because fasting can help, help um, increase growth hormone uh, levels and pretty much wherever growth hormone is, testosterone follows. So yeah. fasting can actually help you increase mm. your testosterone levels. Yeah. So piggybacking off that, improving your sleep and your sleep quality yeah, is another big one because... Yeah. That will increase your testosterone because human growth hormone is high during sleep. So as you sleep, growth hormone comes in, repairs, builds things up. Yeah. So yeah. increasing sleep will help with – sorry, improving your sleep will help increase yeah. testosterone. Mm. And that can often be another – you mentioned some indicators earlier, Jonesy. Um, the sleep, disrupted sleep – as you get older, could possibly be a sign of a, a drop in your testosterone levels. Urinating a few times a night. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's more of a prostate, prostate thing. Prostate thing, prostate but, thing, but that does tie in with yeah. tea and yeah, yeah, DHT and yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine um, who's getting over prostate cancer uh, was told he he had to be mindful of increasing his testosterone levels mm. because uh, of the cancer re-emerging. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, an, it's an anabolic hormone, builds things up. Yeah, yeah, and I guess 
what a catch-22 the poor bugger's in because he's now at an age, you know, getting into his 50s uh, where you'd want to maintain that testosterone level but he can't, the fear of a cancer mm. reigniting, you know. It's, um, yeah. Don't you think it's, it's all it's about tough. balance? Yeah. Like, like I rabbit on about balance so much. I'm so sick of saying fucking word balance. <laughs> but, like, we don't want too much. Like, we yeah. don't want so much testosterone. Yeah. We don't want none. Yeah. We just want that healthy yeah, exactly. range in the yeah. middle. Yeah. But I think maybe we're a bit muddled up about what our healthy range and state is because of the modern world and these yeah. new normals and things like that. And we know, like you mentioned earlier, our testosterone levels are dropping as men. Our um, sperm counts are dropping and our fertility, rates of fertility are dropping. So, you know, maybe we want to go away a little bit from what is normal now and maybe look at what was normal you know, back in the day, and yeah. maybe that's where our balance point is. But mm. there is a lot of fear. You're right. And like, oh, my, have I got too much? Or yeah, and I guess um, our, our testosterone levels are all completely different. So my low testosterone level might be my low testosterone count might be high for you. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. everyone's ranges of low and high testosterone are completely, completely out of. It's so different. Yeah. 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 I, I would argue, in my opinion, that if you use natural remedies to increase your tea, so I'm talking about like diet, exercise, sun exposure, um, maybe some supplementation or some, some food-based things that you can use to supplement with, I, I don't believe your body will make too much. I think for me, I would yeah. argue that, that it comes into when you start talking about supplementing with DHEA or supplementing with testosterone or something like that. Yeah. That you could get out of balance. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. believe that your body will physically make too much testosterone if you give it the chance. Yeah, if you're doing it naturally. I don't know if the science backs that up, but in my opinion, I don't think your body would do that. Yeah. If you just give it all the precursor things that it needs and give it the ideal conditions, I think you will find your balance that's right for you. I don't think that's the case if you obviously um, yeah, take uh, you know, like transmucosal or rectal DHEA like some people do, or they start using actual testosterone supplementation. I think you can get in trouble then, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. What about supplements, mate? Um, what sort of supplements can people take to maintain a high level of or increase naturally? Well, not I, supplements as I'm not talking about steroids or, or like you're talking about natural, uh, natural like food, food based or mineral herbal, based or herbal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I knew we were probably going to talk about this, and I didn't look at it really because I I took Smithy's sort of opinion of, and maybe Smithy's got some information about that but i think if we're doing the right things our body will balance out that that testosterone i don't know you know it might be good to supplement or get some things herbal remedies or whatnot you know if it was low or you know we were having issues with Mm. libido or you know whatever it might be that indication that there is indications that testosterone is low but i think if all those things are okay and you're doing the right things you're eating well getting some vitamin D, you know, you're avoiding those plastics and those estrogenic compounds from, you know, shampoos, deodorants, packaged foods, you know, all those kind of things. You're decreasing your cortisol or you're having that cortisol testosterone balance right, you're lifting some heavy things, you're doing some sprinting every now and then. I don't really know if you need supplementation, but, you know, I'm not a... I'm not a doctor or anything, 
So maybe maybe there are some things you can do, but I didn't really look into them. I thought yeah. if, you, if you're doing all the natural stuff... But we, like we need to consider memory. there are blokes out there who can't sprint. There are blokes out there who don't want to lift. Yeah, you know? yeah, so, yeah. And, and, and they can do that, that initially, I suppose. Option, yeah. you know, like, or maybe they just want to boost... Yeah, yeah for, for whatever reason. Yeah, and I mean, I read that zinc is a, a, a good important. supplement to take uh, to help maintain testosterone health. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I take zinc every day. Yeah. Good for immunity as well. And, yeah. You know, these times of all the illnesses going around and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, a lot of yeah. people are taking zinc. But so, so I went down the supplementation uh, route a little bit just to look at sort of like herbal supplements. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of uh, sort of like plant-based or herbal ones, I just came across uh, saw palmetto. Seems oh, to yeah. be oh, yeah. quite yeah. an effective one at yeah. boosting tea, and especially if you um, link that or take it in combination with, um, I always have trouble saying this word, axanthin. Uh, so it's another natural uh, plant-based supplement. Yeah. Right. So if you take both of those together, they seem to have a synergistic effect, which does seem to boost tea quite a bit. Yeah. Well, interesting they saw palmetto is a good one for Prostate health prostate, yes. and reducing DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone. Yes. Yep. Right. Um, How do you spell linked... that, mate? The, um, what was that? Health, palmetto? Uh, saw, S-A-W, S-A-W, yeah. And then palmetto, so P-A-L-M-E-T-O. Saw, palmetto. Yeah, right. They get it from palm, palm trees. Yeah. those palm trees that are real spiky? They were really big in the 80s. Used to have Everyone used to have them when you were growing up, I felt. Yeah, cotton palm. Well, you know that you know, that, and they got real big spikes on them. Yeah, yeah. So that's saw palmetto. Yeah, it's right. it's South American, I think, mm. maybe. Yeah, but anyway, I'm not too sure. Of the origin, I looked but... into it for hair hair loss. Yeah, so yeah, you're, yeah. You're exactly right. It's really because good it, for prostate health, but I think it also does boost tea naturally by reducing dihydrotestosterone. Yeah, so I tes- think so testosterone yeah. gets broken down into uh, dihydrotestosterone. Right. Um, and you've always got like a, a balance of the two. Yeah. But I think the the saw palmetto. Uh, and especially with uh, uh, Ashtanks and I can't say the word. Astaxanthin? <laughs> yeah, I have real trouble with that. <laughs> I have real trouble uh, speaking. Ast- yeah. um, seems to be very effective at naturally yeah. uh, boosting tea and it's not a uh, you know like a harsh chemical mm. sort of compound or anything like that. It's, it's natural. So yeah, I would right. tend to go for something like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, make sure you, um, your vitamin D and your zinc levels are good. Maybe chuck in a little bit of magnesium. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just dietary and exercise and things mm. like that seem to be the go. I don't know if you've like listened to Huberman on um, uh, Old Mate's podcast. Rogan. Uh, Rogan. <laughs> brain fade there. Yeah, Huberman was on uh, Ro- Rogan uh, about a month or so back, and he was um, they were talking about enhancing testosterone, and he mentioned this uh, uh, Southeast Asian herb called Tongatali. Tongatali, yeah. Have you heard that? So it's yeah. T-O-N-G-K-A-T. I, always, I kept thinking they were saying Tomcat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The next word is A-L-I. Yeah. And apparently that's used for the treatment of um, malaria, infections, fevers, male infertility and erectile dysfunction in Southeast Asian um, traditions. Mm. It may increase testosterone levels for men who are diagnosed with low testosterone. Right. So that could be one out there for the dudes who... um, Yeah. Tongkatali. Tongkatali, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a fun one to say anyway. Mm. If nothing else. And and I just, (laughs) when I was researching, you can get it in capsule form, um, by you know reputable yeah. uh, supplement providers, it's crazy the amount of tea boosters you can 
find if you go online. Yeah. If you type in like testosterone booster. Yeah, what's that? Reverse, 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 oh, resveratrol. Reverse, yeah. Resveratrol. Yeah, I, I took resveratrol yeah, back I in the day. It's re- really good for anti-aging and longevity and things Is like it? that as well. So Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, resveratrol was big for a while. as a yeah. in red wine, so you tea, just drink red tea wine. Booster. Yeah, drink some red wine. Or... you got to drink a lot. So times, yeah. I'll give it a go. <laughs> might, might be better to take the <laughs> resveratrol. Yeah. Um, yeah, that Tonka Ali one, um, there was a study in animals and humans um, uh, back in, it was done around 20, 2000 to 2015, um, and all those those animals and humans in that test, in those studies, uh, experienced an increase in sexual arousal and improved erectile function. <laughs> <laughs> in that study, and it was a study that this is a, a PubMed um, study. Oh, Chewy, he has no problem with his erectile no. dysfunction, don't you worry? Chewy, 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 Chewbacca, yeah. Where'd that Chewy come from? How did he get in here? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that was a study on that Tonkat Ali helped increase um, sexual arousal and um, sexual uh, function yeah. uh, of those in the in the test. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the last one I've heard about is uh, people talk about ginseng. I don't know if that's ginseng was really popular, don't you reckon? Like ten or fifteen yeah. years ago, everybody yeah. was talking about ginseng. It seems to have fallen out of favour, and I think there's different purities and different qualities, and there's red ginseng and white ginseng and all your different types. But I, I have uh, heard quite a few people reference ginseng yeah. as maybe naturally uh, boosting your tea levels a bit. But yeah, okay. Did it, did in in the discussion with the Tongada Lee was that were they did they talk about it uh, increasing Sperm quality? No, mate. It just no? was sexual arousal more so right. and um, erectile performance. It must be another supplement because I think they were talking about that in a similar Yeah, circle. okay. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a few ways there that we've, that we've listed. Um, so a couple that often help with tea or maybe it's reducing – Cortisol is hot therapy and cold therapy. We've talked about those previously. Yeah. There was a good study. I did. Oh, is this did one that link. you mentioned last week? Yeah, that you had link a, to the, I was going to link to the study. Link, uh, yeah. It's link a link all three. Link them up, son. Yeah, so um, Susan Soberg, the study. And I don't know if you remember me talking about the sort of protocols for was this that really pretty lady? <laughs> I'm not sure. And um, she's human, calls it the Soberg. Oh, yeah, theory. yeah. He talks about it. Yeah. 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 So well, he, he had a picture on her um, when he was talking about it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Not just a pretty face. Not the No. Yeah. So in that study, you might be able to back me up here. They were talking about the, you know, the, the time frames of cold exposure and heat exposure. exposure. So she was talking about. 11 minutes for cold exposure, and then I think it was 57 minutes for heat exposure. Don't remember that. Anyway, mm-hmm. yep, so that was from that study. And, and that was the most they were optimal. They were the optimal time frames for, for hot and cold yeah. to so increase. CJ? So like you do 11 minutes of cold, then immediately followed by roughly an hour of hot, or, or are they in isolation? So there was another study. Oh. <laughs> 2021, the endocrine effects of repeated hot thermal stress and cold water immersion in young adult men. 
So they did four saunas for 12 minutes a week at 90 degrees. And then they did, after that sauna, they did a six-minute cold water immersion at 10 degrees. Directly after the sauna, so sort of out of the hot sauna and then into the cold water? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it decreased. What they found was there wasn't an increase in testosterone as such. It was more so that it decreased cortisol Mm. and obviously a good way to help with stress. So, they, yeah, they measured testosterone. DHEA went up, testosterone stayed the same, cortisol went down. So as you're saying, DHEA, mm. precursor for testosterone. So inadvertently, that kind of protocol increased testosterone by reducing the cortisol right. and DHEA. Yeah, okay. Increasing, yeah. Awesome. Well, that was interesting that, you know, kind of tied all the, the last sort of three topics that we were talking about. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Hot and cold, because we, 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 we talked about cold and hot on its own. We didn't really talk about it being a protocol of going from one to the other. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It makes sense because it's a stressor, isn't it? So if you're going to stress your body, then you usually do get those beneficial effects after you have like a, a hormetic stressor. So yeah. I guess if you're going very, very cold, very hot, or vice versa, it is going to be quite a stress on the body. Yeah. And so it, your body is probably going to upregulate some protective things and maybe tea is one of those things that... Yeah, interestingly, for men at least, they they found that cortisol decreased, mm. and you would have thought that those things were a a stressor for the body. Yeah, mm. yeah interesting. Mate, just while you're talking there, I was listening, and uh, I just went back to the page uh, on my phone where I found that information on Tonga Ali, and oh, there yep. was some information on um, sperm mobility and sperm volume yep. and motility. What uh, do they call the tail? Do you know, can you remember that? I can't remember. So what's the difference between sperm mobility and motility? Is motility the the tail with the power of it? Is that motility? What's the difference between motility and mobility? I thought with sperm they usually classified them as the actual quality of the sperm, so how many of them were correctly sort of formed, and then the motility, and then the actual amount per per mil. That was usually like the three things Mm -hmm. they – but maybe mobility and motility are different. Yeah, okay. Categories again? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Well, this, this uh, study uh, on that Tonkat Ali uh, piece that I was looking at had 75 male partners in couples with infertility. Uh, they used 200 milligrams per day for three months of the Tonkat Ali. 14% of the couples fell pregnant. Uh, and then there was a 12-week study in 108 men aged 30 to 55. They took 300 milligrams per day of Tonkat Ali. That increased sperm volume and motility by an average of 18% for the 30-year-olds and 44% for the 55-year-old oh, wow. age mm. bracket. So more effective for the, el- to the elderly gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it was interesting. And that was a um, that was PubMed um, uh, study in 2012. Does that so, talk about any side effects, Ru? Did you come across? So obviously, it's got good effects when it comes to tea. Did they mention any see. sort of adverse... Might have Nothing you came across. No, I, could have, I could have a look. No, I'll, yeah. or if anyone listening is uh, interested, they can obviously go and do their own research. But it sounds it sounds that's some pretty decent gains, isn't it? Like, yeah. And, and what I gathered from the Rogan Huberman discussion was that it seems to have, be gaining traction mm. in health and fitness. Yeah, uh, I've had mine. Yeah, Don Garali mm. for a few mm. different things. It's good. Mm. I've so, never tried it. Never used. Never seen it. Anyway, no. yeah. I've got an oddball one for you guys. It's uh, oh, here some, we go. Some cutting edge research yeah. from 1939. Wow. 
so about 80 odd years old yeah well they're they're closer to the ancestral man than we are so that's probably well this is pretty ancestral uh, so a couple of researchers are uh, myerson and newstat in 1939 they released a paper and it was titled uh, the influence of ultraviolet irradiation upon excretion of sex hormone in the male and what it looked at was basically exposing your skin to sunlight so like mickey spoke before with the vitamin d and what they in their very small observational study from 80 years ago found was that if you expose your back, your chest, and your torso to direct ultraviolet sunlight, then you can get up to a 120% increase in your testosterone level. Wow. But if you expose your testicles to direct sunlight, they reckon a 200% increase. Oh, shit. Wow. So I think we were having a chat before the show. We joked around about we've heard uh, Ben Greenfield and some of these uh, fitness gurus sort of shining uh, red lights and things like that on their on their testes. Yeah. Well, apparently, if you go out and do it in the sunlight as well or anything like that, they, back in the day, they were, they were touting some pretty big games from, from so getting, those, your, getting your junk out in the sun. Yeah. Those right. nude sunbathers down at the beach, if they were onto something. Yeah, they, yeah. You know, their tea levels are through the roof. Yeah. Wow. There you go. So, yeah, I guess. So probably not get, something a lot of us are doing these days, getting our well, testing. Well, I get my plums out. Mate, to be honest, go. I've got a pool out the back and yeah. I'll just sit on the uh, the pool lounge sometimes and just get the old, the old boys out. That's why you're in such good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, it feels nice, actually, that yeah. sun on your dogs because uh, yeah. you don't often uh, get the sun down there, do you? It's just... Where the sun don't shine. Where the sun don't shine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't really... Uh, I'm not really into the perineum sort of thing. I'm not really one to... Turn my arsehole up to the sky and uh, get some down with dog or something. Your your old man plums are probably dangling yeah. over your perineum anyway, mate. They're not going to be. That's it. yeah. <laughs> that thing's all in the shade. You're going to yeah, have man. to lift Com- them up and complicated yeah. system of mirrors. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, mate, if that works, but I'm going to try, a bit try of, it. Bit yeah. of a laugh, you I'm know. I mean, what's what's yeah. the worst thing that can happen? Now? Oh, You're out in nature, yeah. sort of. You know, getting out in the sun. It's yeah, the worst thing is the neighbour next door sees it. Wouldn't want, get any, wouldn't want to get any sunburn down there, but no. it'd be painful. But that's true. Yeah, you'd you'd want to, yeah, yeah. You'd want to. I've got a funny story. Pull up stumps that. before yeah. you get. So, well, here we go. <laughs> Back right. in the seventies, when my my uncle and my dad and my other uncle took me down to Swanbourne Beach. And um, they just left me play on the beach and get third degree burns on me back. And uh, those old fellas got their old, their um, their got junk, junk burnt by laying out in the sun all day. Ooh. Yeah, back in the 70s, man, no sunscreen. Swanny. Yeah. Swan said the sun wasn't strong back in the 70s, eh? Yeah. 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 Very good. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, I guess we've discussed, you know, all the things that, We've talked about before, ancestral man would have done. That seems like what would have helped increase testosterone. So yeah, sort of, yeah. you know, improving it's, your sleep, improving your diet, getting some exercise, lifting some heavy things, avoiding toxins, plastics, dilates, you know, deodorants, decreasing cortisol so our stress levels go down. The other one I found was uh, breathing. Ooh. And and it seems to be that that having that cortisol balance, breathing, or even sort of apnea or sleep apnea at night mm. is even worse. So that increases our stress level. Cortisol goes it goes up. We don't sleep as well, which then affects our testosterone. So just another yeah. interesting one. I guess we're kind of getting a bit close to the end here. So is there anything yeah. else you wanted to? 
throw um, in there. And it's just an interesting uh, thing. I've got a, a, an adolescent teenage boy and just seeing him change yeah. with the uh, with the influx of testosterone in yeah. his body, you know. And he used to do little athletics and um, the poor little fella, he was a, a late maturer compared to some of the boys mm. in his age. And these little young man-childs with hairy legs and deep voices, they'll be powering down the straight. And there's my young bloke, a great runner in his own right, uh, but just did not have the muscular strength, the power, mm. the endurance and speed that these boys had that were mature or, you know, on their way to maturity, had started. He hadn't yet. Yeah. Um, and it was quite heartbreaking for him because it was like he was like a, a clean athlete and they were like on the sups, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but they they were, oh, for want okay. of a better term, they were like, um, you know, yeah. supplemented off blood yeah. doping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so now I'd love to see him go back to that um, type of sport and see how he goes yeah. against them because now he's sort of caught up. Yeah. Uh, and I, and it'd be good for his sort of self esteem and his own awareness to see that. But it just it showed to me, and it's, it's just sort of off the cuff. Uh, point here, but it just showed to me that um, just the effect that the effect testosterone that has, has yeah. on our bodies, yeah. muscle them. growth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other, the other interesting one that we didn't really talk about was competitive drive, and, yeah. and that's one way that you yeah. can increase testosterone is through competition. Oh yeah, yeah. Was is what I found. What even playing chess? Maybe. Can I get really into it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe it had to be sort of physical. Physical sports. Yeah, competitive yeah. stuff, team sports, Yeah, running, you know, chasing yeah. someone down. Yeah. That helps boost testosterone. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. I think it's a really valuable uh, hormone, isn't it? Like we really oh, need well, it. Yeah. You're not going to feel good without it if you don't have enough, particularly if you're a man. Obviously, no. women need a certain amount, but men yeah. certainly need fairly high amounts. I guess we joke we, we joke about it. We joke about it making us manly and, you know, we want to have high sperm counts and we want to have high testosterone. But ultimately, it it is what makes you a man, but it, it also keeps you healthy. Mm. Yeah, that's you know? right. It's, yeah. it's, it's not just it's not just us being, you know, rah-rah men kind of thing. It's 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 needed. We need to have it. In the right balance, we need to have the yeah. ratios correct. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it leads to ill health. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a it's not just a manly thing, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, fortunately, the 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 cure for it is mostly natural, isn't it? It's exercise, right, yeah. it's diet, it's lifestyle. Yeah. Get some good sleep. Um, if you're really curious, you can go and try and get your doctor to write you a prescription for some testing or uh, if they don't make that available to you, you can even pay for your own testing if you want. So there are definitely ways uh, and means out there. And we've spoken about sort of some supplement uh, tips as well. So there's plenty of things that people can do. Yeah. But start with maybe just doing some sprints. Yeah. Doing some squats. Yeah. Some deadlifts, something like that. Body weight. Body weight. Body weight. Yeah. Or just yeah. some nutritional changes. That's yeah. easy. But, but stay away from chronic cardio because no good. Yes. A lot, was, of, lot that of people that thing. do yep. chronic cardio have really uh, a lot of trouble maintaining healthy testosterone levels. Yeah, right. yeah you're going to boost your cortisol levels right yep. up and you, you take it through the floor. So Once again, it's more to do with the cortisol. Cortisol, so yeah. The, and, yeah. and that's the reason why athletes in the Tour de France or cycling, they're not taking testosterone for building muscle. They're they're taking testosterone to reduce their cortisol mm. and in their, their helping of recovery. Yeah, they're almost trying to survive just like a war of attrition, aren't they? Yeah. Just doing punishing, yeah. absolutely 
yeah. crazy uh, bike rides every day. Yeah. These, these feats of endurance have a real toll right, on, yeah. take on their body. So. Yeah, yeah. Increases, yeah, no, chronic increases cardio is that really bad, super bad. Systemic inflammation too, chronic cardio. So explosive uh, short movements with a lot of rest. That's yeah. What you want for you. Yeah. 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 And I mean, look at your yeah, long-distance sprinters. Oh, sorry, your long-distance long runners compared to your, your sprinters. Yeah. And look at the, yeah. the physiques of them. the body type. Yeah. You know, yeah. the body exactly. type, obviously, the sprinters are a lot more in, in, in juice with... Juice, yeah, testosterone, yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah. I guess it'd be interesting to see what the listeners have to say about testosterone. They can flick us an email, modernancestralman yeah. at gmail dot com. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear what people think, and even if they've got topics for us to do on other occasions, it'd be great to get that out there. Yeah, and like we said before, we're not doctors. No, you know, we're not medical professionals. We're just blokes that have interested in these topics and have had tried a few things themselves mm. yeah. and we're not we're not just saying we're not just saying we're we're not doctors for our sake you know covering our backside we're saying it for the listener too to consult with their physician go in and, and see what's best for them it, it, it's kind of for their safety right it's you know you, oh, yeah. you've got to do what's best for you so you go yeah. and sort of work that out with some trained professionals you know yeah. we're just and a lot of the times, the stuff we talk about, we're we're interested in it, and yeah. I just love researching it. Yeah. And so, for great. anyone that's thinking about one of the topics we talk about, just go and do your own research. There's yep. plenty of you know, you've got the internet at your hand, at your fingertips. Yep. Research stuff. Yeah. Read, uh, listen, and just uh, ask you know, your doctor. Get a second filter, opinion yeah, if you think. Filter out yeah. what you think's bullshit. Absorb what you think is going to help you, and just yeah, have a crack at trying different things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Self experimentation is. Is the way to learn. Yeah, sure yeah. is. Yeah, as long as you're not hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So flick us an email, modern yeah. ancestral man. Oh, great. Do I need to spell it out or is that all right? Nah, I think you're good. Ancestral is a tough one to spell. It is. So. I always get the C in the S. Yeah, A N C E S T R A L. Yeah, because then I also think there's modern ancestral man. Ancestral Is it like cholesterol? Or American? It's just ancestral. T R A L. Yeah. See, now we're just talking all right. bullshit. Yeah, all right. Well, that's probably a good good way to finish it up. And, um, yeah, we'll speak to you guys soon. Yeah, see you next week. Good stuff. Sounds good. All right.